thank you for joining me once again as we uh, continue through the book of Ephesians and we are in chapter 3. We looked at verse 1 yesterday. Uh, in just a moment I'm going to read verses 1 through 6 and our focus is going to be on verse 2 here today as Paul begins to uh, expound upon uh, the reality of the uh, Jew-Gentile church, uh, this mystery that he's going to call the, the church. Uh, so in view of the gospel, the accomplishment of Christ, the, uh, the work of Christ applied to your life through faith, uh, Paul uh, wants to explain how he sees himself uh, in terms of discharging uh, the responsibilities entrusted to him by Christ himself. And so he writes in this fashion, For this reason I, Paul, a prisoner of Christ Jesus, on behalf of you Gentiles, assuming that you have heard of the stewardship of God's grace that was given to me for you, how the mystery was made known to me by revelation, as I've written briefly. When you read this, you can perceive my insight into the mystery of Christ, which was not made known to the sons of men in other generations as it's been now revealed to his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. This mystery is that the Gentiles are fellow heirs, members of the same body, and partakers of the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel. So, uh, Paul is saying that he is working under the assumption that the broader uh, Gentile uh, church, particularly Gentile world, uh, beyond that, has heard of this particular assignment given him really at the time of his conversion uh, on the Damascus Road, that, that Paul is going to be sent uh, on this uh, unique mission. And we will remember several uh, aspects of how he went about his missionary endeavor. Uh, he would go into a city. He would seek out where the Jews were worshiping. He would proclaim that Jesus is the Messiah whom was crucified and then raised from the dead on the third day for salvation. And uh, for the most part, the Jews rejected that. And then he would very quickly go uh, to the Gentiles. Uh, some would have been proselytes to Judaism. Uh, others would not have been. But the Gentiles uh, proved to be a, a far more receptive audience uh, than the Jews uh, were. And so the church very quickly became uh, more uh, oriented or more populated with Gentiles than it did uh, with uh, Jews. And so Paul was entrusted with uh, God's grace. He was made a steward of God's grace. That is, he was a steward of the gospel of God's grace. In other words, uh, grace is not something tangible that you keep in a box and that you dispense out as uh, you, you see fit, uh, but it is the reality uh, that every believer is specifically charged uh, with uh, laying hold of the grace of God, with understanding the, uh, the message uh, through which grace is communicated, it is actually conveyed, uh, that the gospel is uh, communicated, it's expressed, it's proclaimed. We are entrusted with that uh, for the sake of sharing it with others uh, so that they would hear and they would believe and be recipients of uh, God's grace. And so uh, Paul has been, uh, again, entrusted with a, a very specific task uh, that he is to uh, hold to the gospel, uh, he is to protect that gospel, see that it is preserved, and then he is to proclaim it uh, to, a, uh, to a particular realm, primarily the, uh, the Gentile realm, and that is, why, that is what God has assigned him. And so he, he's uh, very clear 
to uh, protect the gospel from Jewish intrusion, the Judaizers, and he's also very quick uh, to defend the gospel against uh, uh, pagan influences, uh, as we see in his uh, letters. So he's been entrusted, he protects it, he proclaims it, so others may become recipients of the saving grace of God through the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so I pray that this is a blessing to your day, and I will look forward to seeing you once again tomorrow.